Welcome into the Sports Buffoons Podcast. Oh, let's kick it off there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the world. Welcome on in back again, once again, to the Sports Buffoon Studios here out of Lenexa, Kansas. Of course, I apologize so much for us being late. We had some issues come up today, but we got them all taken care of. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you guys informed as we go, but... um. Uh, anyways, we're all we're all good in the hood. We're here for you, and uh, we're gonna make you guys some money, of course, later in the show. But also, we're here to uh, try to appease some emotions that happened throughout the week. So it seemed like a very emotional week here in Kansas City for everyone involved. But first and foremost, uh, we got JG to my left and Tanner Dawson to my right. So how's it going, fellas? What's going on? You know, well, Draymond Green. I don't know if you heard about this. Is suspended. For striking a player in the head. And uh, I know we were going to talk about this, possibly on the show, and then I kind of shut it down because I really don't want to talk about it. But I want you guys' thoughts. Is that Does that make him an alpha male or a beta male cuck, the fact that he struck somebody in the back of the head? That's all I well, want to know. The way he does Considering it, the way he went about it, it was a pretty beta male cuck type of move right there. Did yeah. you know there's a – you can – you you was – Officially, have enough for a highlight reel of Draymond ejections. Uh, All I want to do is he should go to WWE after after basketball. He's going to to retire soon. Go to WWE. I'd love to see Draymond Green get his ass kicked by Brock Lesnar in the ring. And I'll tell him Brock Lesnar be whooping his ass. I don't give a damn. See, that's that's what I think he's doing right now. I think he's doing all this shit on purpose because he knows that the Warriors are utter trash right now. They have no. No chance of winning a championship. So he's trying to make a name for himself right now. He's looking at, at what what he's going to be doing after his NBA career is over. And that you guys are you nailed it, it right on the head. Like, he's doing this shit on purpose. He is. Because who cares? I can get suspended for ten games, twenty games, thirty games. Like everybody in the mainstream media is making such a big deal of this right now. Does anybody in their right mind think that the Warriors have a shot to win a championship? Well, I was about no. To say, isn't it hurting the team technically, so, or right, is it not? Right now, it's all about Draymond making a name for Draymond, and so he gets the contract. Yeah, I mean, it's, and now look, I you, I guess I understand more. what you guys are saying. You can make a case that it is a beta. It is. A it's beta. a beta male thing, but I I think he's looking towards the, the future and the how he can make a name for himself. The way himself. he's doing it is what I'm saying. Like you're you're. Just, Going out, like, I mean, nobody's expecting you to. Dennis hit. Rodman did the same thing back yeah. in the day, and he actually he was a wrestler for a, a, a small he time did. there. So, yeah, yeah. No, I like the idea that you guys are nailed the, nailed the head right on it. All right, I'm glad uh, we we got that figured out at least. But I do want to apologize to our listeners who've been waiting. I know we got a couple. Scott Kobe's already got comments before we even began. I he saw does. that. So thank what, you, what, Scott. What was Scott saying? I came in. All read right. It. <clears throat> No, I'm sorry. I got a twelve feet away. Here. <laughs> uh, Scott initially opened up with guys. The NFL approved playing up to eight in international games starting yeah. in 2025. Brazil. A lot of early morning games in the NFL coming up. He also says no Keenan Allen for the Chargers tomorrow night. That is going to be an awful game tomorrow. Yep. Uh, Flint Eastwood, Mister Acing. 
Uh, he's out there. He says, green, repeat offender. Uh, Scott yeah. says, come on, Chiefs. Welcome to New England. Hope you enjoy your trip here. I will host all of you for a party Saturday night. I have some nuggies for Coach Reed. <laughs> mm. Ooh. Now, do we have Boston crab cakes? That's not what I think I would like on the I'm East sure Coast. Scott can get the hookup. Something there. along those lines uh, would be kind of Fl- nice. And then Flinius Wood said, green, a weak man, Ron Artest. Mm, the Ron Artest comparison, that's interesting. You know what I? What did I find out about? Um, about better so the, world peace. Pat Beverly. Do you guys know? So, <laughs> speaking of these, watch your mouth. Come on, I didn't need uh, that these shit. Aggressive NBA defenders. Do you guys know Pat Beverly is well known for drinking <laughs> beers directly after a game? Yeah, I've heard that. Like even at press conferences, he'll just he'll pop out a Bud Light or a Miller Light in the middle of a press conference. I don't. I don't like I, directly after the game. That's what he does. I want to know who's drinking it before the game. Like, if okay. you can tell me a player that's doing that well, shit, here's the thing. If, I'd give him some But it, he does this on camera. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. So, basically, you know, before before the game, you know, you don't want to see that as a fan or anybody okay. else for that matter. Otherwise, it's going to be a big ordeal. We know about Josh Gordon and the things he used to do and guys like that. You know, they do some shots before the game every time. Or the guys after the game, it's like, hey, the game's over. Here's some Bud Lights or whatever. I'm waiting for, for Travis Kelsey to pull that out eventually. You know that that would be pretty be interesting if that ever I, was to happen. I doubt you see that happen. Total two different characters. Or or uh, Patrick Mahomes. You know him being a Coors Light guy. Because uh, you'll never see that. No, you know they'll, they'll you'll never lay a Coors. See. I would say if you won the Super Bowl and you had, you're about to go do your press conference. All right, maybe I'd be, maybe Super Bowl. I want to see Pat come in and take a cup of Coors, smash them together, and guzzle those things. I think that'd be nice. So. I, I don't want to see the beers. Like I understand why Pat Beverly's doing that, but if yeah. Pat Beverly was a superstar, you get a little bit more leeway. Then he could bring out a fucking glass of Crown or some. No, shit he's very like polite that. about it. He brings a beer and a cup. He'll pour it into the cup normally, mm-hmm. and then put the beer to the side. But then he just has his his beer right here during the press conference. Yeah. I, I so would, it's actually pretty nice of him. I, I would like to see whiskey. In Ooh. his cup, but yeah. uh, I understand that Pat Bev is that's going to make him look bad. I don't want him to do that. But if it was a superstar player, then you can do whatever the hell you want. You that's can true. do a shot of Patron, and I, that's that would be the next step for me. Yeah, yeah, we're we're past the champagne. I think we just need to start, uh, you know, busting some liquor and beer over our heads and start going at it that way. I guess. Just go ahead. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, uh, anyways, cold. let's before we jump into Chiefs here for a second, Tanner, what are you sipping on? Uh, I got. The uh, Christmas Ale from Breckenridge Brewery. Guys, if you have not tried the Christmas Ale this from Breckenridge, is phenomenal. give it a shot. It comes out every year, so it's not anything new, new. But, I mean, they, they do change the recipe slightly every year to perfect it over time. It's it's perfect. Uh, it's a great beer. Christmas it, Ales are, w- are wonderful. Nice little ale. I, ke- I keep it warm to get that. It's got a little nutmeg. Oh, I, I, I keep right? it on that. I, keep, I don't put it in the fridge. Because if you put it in the fridge, you lose Wait. you lose the flavor in the, when it's cold. So you're just drinking this room temp right now? Just room yeah. temp. Yeah. Get the flavor. Hey, fair it enough, is man. phenomenal. See, that's how you should be drinking your Imperial Stouts, too. Correct. That is how you so, should be drinking. The spices come through a little little better when it's... They do. When it's Mike, the, it's Mike I, I've, got the, uh, I've got the cut water, yeah. white Russian right now. I your actually, favorite. I washed my bath towel on Monday of this week. <laughs> Speaking of which... Second time... Go. Guys, I know y'all. Everybody wants these updates, so I'm going to give it to you. Scott Scott Cobb was just saying, "What second time day today? National Towel Day? We, we don't well, have it. That's no, the on. problem. Well, no, we, we don't. We, the national day is pretty <laughs> shitty. That's why we skip. We'll talk. We can talk about it for a second. My point is, is that I I told you what I'm drinking: the Cutwater White Russian. 
I washed my bath towel on Monday for the second time in six months <laughs> because it started to look like a white Russian. So that's Ooh. why I washed it. So the color of a white Russian, basically. Yes. So the a slightly brown tint. Slightly was brown tint. On that thing. So <laughs> I'm actually kind of proud of myself. Second time in six months, that's not bad. At least it's clean. That's insane. Dude. Yeah. It's I'm going to go into the shower with confidence next time, guys. What do you think about that? I'm drinking a little bitch drink right now because, uh, well, I, I'm I'm in the middle of the process of uh, cutting back throughout this month as well as next month. So I'm just right for now, now taking it easy. Oh, yeah. Some, you some got sugar, sugar diabetes instead is what I'm going with. Sugar, like sugar diabetes. It's always good to do a cutback. Sugar so diabetes. Every once in a while, i got to do a cutback. You know, I love my IPAs and stouts and all that good stuff, but uh, every once in a while, i got to cut back a bit. But um, So I'm trying to, I don't know. This, this is my version of taking it light. I feel like a beer would sit heavy on me and make me feel like crap. This just makes me have, like I said, sugar, sugar diabetes probably. So. Well, if you get up in the middle of the show, we'll know why. Thank you very much. You're about to say what I was going to say, but I tried to be PG for it. Um, Anyways, so Scott's question, though, about the day of the day. Well, it was funny. We had a couple of them, but we were like, man, this is lame as hell. So today is National National Guard Day, or it's also National Cocoa Day. Is that how you say that? Cacao. National Cocoa Day. National Cocoa Drinks. So... So some he, some he doesn't know which one it is, guys. It's, I mean, it, it could is, be cocoa. It, 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 it is. Be it is. It is national. Yeah. So they're, they're yeah, both they're both spelled in kind of the <clears> same <throat> way. We we don't have a clue which one it is, but but that's that, that is today's national day, which made me think of cocoa puffs. Actually, um, that would be my far my favorite way to eat cocoa because it was it was like hot cocoa, right? Hot cocoa was the national day today. And I was like, you know, that's kind of lame. Like, I like, you know, it's it's Christmas time, so you'd be adding some mint to the it's, cocoa. So it's National Cocoa Day. It's National Violin Day. Violin. I don't uh, know that we care about violins. National Guard Birthday. That's what. Yeah, we did say that. National Day of the Horse. 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 Whoa! Now, hang on. I was horse. just in Vegas recently, nay. and I. Nay. Well, horse. I said nay to her, but no. What I'm saying is, like, I, I'm a fan of National Horse Day. <laughs> How about National Pathologist Day? Pathologist. Yeah. Um, you know what? I've never met one. So um, I think I'll stick with the National Horse Day. Damn, Damn dude. Horse. Coco and horse. You know what we just missed? Horse. If yes. we would have done a show tomorrow, <laughs> it would have been phenomenal. We have National Alabama Day tomorrow. Theater? So just and, tell them to and, shut and the National, just, just shut national the Monkey up. Day I mean, tomorrow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This would have been awesome. Scott, our whole point is that today's National National Days are just not so fun. So we're going to talk about something yeah. else. Guess whose birthday it is? We'll talk about a, a few. But the National Swift. Guard's birthday? No, it's Taylor Swift. It is National Guard. Today birthday. is Taylor Swift's birthday. So you know Travis Kelsey's wonderful girlfriend and you know the biggest female icon in the world right now. Um, it is her birthday. She just turned thirty-four, and uh, it's cute that they're the same age now, isn't it, guys? It's just adorable. Well, I'm right there with him, Mike. We're we're all thirty-four now. I'm not thirty-four yet. Oh, that sucks. I sucks. look. I mean, I, I look. look I'm gonna like do my I'm... best to live through my 33. <laughs> I'm not in a rush, you guys. I'm not in a rush. I look like I'm 34, so I'm basically 34. Is she going to New England? Uh, I didn't hear. I don't think so. I'd be very surprised if that was the case. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, well, I've if, not heard. If, we have not heard yet one way or the if, other. If she doesn't have a tour or anything else, she's, well, she's they're in the middle going. of a break for the tour. Yeah, and, and so then, she's probably going. I think her, yeah, she's in the middle of a break for a tour. Her tour doesn't pick back up until early February. Well, then she'll be there. To be fair, who doesn't want to go to a game where the greatest NFL coach of all time is coaching a game? I mean, who's who, who well, doesn't Hold on, you got, two, you got two grudges. You got the goat, the GOAT coach, 
and the goat tight end yeah. of all time at the same game. Team. She needs to go but, to the fucking game. I mean, I don't know that Scott Kobe agrees with that. Sentiment, but <laughs> I bet he doesn't, man. Not, not, the, you know, not that I'll I. Try. I don't even necessarily agree with that either. But oh well, it's. Let's talk about Chiefs, you guys. Let's let's move along to oh, things shit. here. Um, I got a couple questions for you guys because we got to just take a split moment to talk about everything throughout the week for for just a moment before we move on to Patriots Chiefs. And my main question, you know, just kind of we all saw the way, and we've heard the media over the course of the last few days um, with the way things have been handled with the the controversy of the Kadarius Tony call, the way Patrick Mahomes handled it afterwards, um, and just some of the things that were said and done in between all of that stuff. Uh, obviously, Patrick Mahomes has come out and made his statements about how you know he wanted to apologize to, to Josh Allen for the way he handled the post game handshake situation. Him and Josh are good friends, so let's that, let that be on the record. They talk all the time. Um, Pat reiterated that today, as a matter of fact, as well during a press conference, is that it's like it's one of those things where you're you're walking up to your buddy who you speak with on a daily basis and you're just mouthing off because you're pissed off, and it's it's not a thing where it's like I haven't I don't talked to this guy in you know six months, and you know I'm going to be a big dickhead. No, it's like. More like there's so there's so much of buddies that Pat was just in that buddy mode of bitching and being pissed, but he also apologized because he knew that was the wrong way to look in front of the fans in front of you know how to handle yourself as a as an athlete. And yeah. Pat talked about when he was younger and you know the athletes he looked up to and wanted to handle yourself the right way in a mature way and you know handling losses a certain way, handling wins a certain way with grace, um, and all those kinds of things in between. And so he was embarrassed by that, but otherwise. I think he stood by his beliefs on why he was so emotional about the situation, which is totally fine as well. It was also some of the most interesting ways we've ever seen Andy Reid be outspoken. It was Andy Reid's first ever occurrence as an offensive uh, play caller where a offensive player has been lined up offsides before snap. Um, mm. Of course, we've had a, a billion false starts, but his first ever time in his entire career where a offensive player was called for a penalty for lining up offsides. So, of course, Andy Reid was – that's why he made his comments about it being embarrassing for the league, you know, blaming blaming the officiating throughout the game and not getting a warning and stuff like that, especially because Kadarius Tony, we did see footage later on about him actually lining up that way throughout the entire game when he was in there. He was lined up on the yeah. ball the entire game. Never once got, got told, hey, watch where your feet are at, you know, step back, nothing like that, as well as the fact he did – for a split second, glance he over to the ref. Pointed at the ref. He, not, did, not he the didn't best, check. Not the best check in the he world. He didn't check. I'm not going to give him. I'm not going to give Tony credit for that because not at all. Because that is pretty lazy, honestly. That is pretty lazy. I, I played wide receiver when I was in high school and middle school, whatever. Um, and yes, it's the very basics of playing the position is whenever you get lined up, you get over there, you get your stance, point to the referee, wait for him to give you a yeah your name, and they'll give you a real quick you're good, or they'll tell you get back. I've been told to get back before. I remember it myself. I've been told, hey, just back a little bit, back a little bit. What Tony did was a quick old, uh, you know, in motion. Okay, yeah, must be good, must be good. He like, but that's, here's, he like that's the problem. And then just looked away. But that's the problem with this receiving group the whole year, you guys. It's been frustrating because they're lazy. When I say they're lazy, I mean they're not finishing routes correctly. They're not running routes correctly. They're not, um, you know, you know, the whole thing with Patrick Mahomes is never give up, give up on a route. Well, we saw Sky Moore do that two weeks ago. Yeah. This is a continuous thing that happens all the time. It's just annoying as hell, and it's just kind of the situation we're in. We, have, we there's nothing we can do about it at this point. I mean, Justin Ross is coming back this week, but I don't know what that's going to matter. Yeah, it's not like he's going to play. Anyways, so. so my question to you: Are you guys okay with the way the Chiefs handled the end of the Bills game? 
uh, with the, the controversy and everything else surrounding around it. I'm totally okay with it because at that point, I mean, you're talking about the Mahomes interview. He's on adrenaline. Everybody, the whole team, they're running on adrenaline at that point. And from their vantage point, you're looking from their perspective and you see that, oh my gosh, the, the referees, they just fixed this game. They just, they ruined the game. They made a call that they shouldn't have made. And that's in the moment. And so I am never going to blame a player, whether they get fined or not. I'm never going to blame players for, you know, bagging on the refs, okay, in the moment. But um, the bottom line for me is I like to look at the, the macro situation, which is like our wide receivers suck, okay? We have a shitty group of wide receivers on this fucking team. So – yeah, you can say that maybe the ref shouldn't have made that call. Um, I'm okay with Mahomes and everything bagging on the refs at the end of the game. I actually enjoyed seeing that side of Mahomes. I, I mean, I don't. I I want to see that side of him more often. I don't want him to turn well, into Draymond Green and turn geez. into a dirty player where we but, just we shit on the refs and we the, the fact is we Pat, play dirty Patrick, shit. Patrick cares. He cares, he cares about the game. He cares but about he, a lot. He did nothing wrong, and that, that's my biggest issue is just, like, the media just started to call out Mahomes. And I'm just like, dude, really all of these idiots, all, all of these idiots that work in the media, they're not on the field. I mean, my gosh, they, they don't understand about adrenaline. They don't, they don't have a clue about what the adrenaline is like when you're on the field and you, you feel like you're fighting for your life. And so I, I'm a big fan of the way that the Chiefs handled it, um, you know, Mahomes made his apology, whatever. The bottom line is, for me, uh, our receiver core sucks, which is a much bigger issue than what the referees did or if you think they shouldn't have done in that last game. So, you know, yeah, it was unfortunate the way that that game ended, but at the end of the day, the ref did his job, and our yeah. wide receivers suck. Like, there, there's nothing. And we knew that. We knew that they sucked. Going into the game. So well, it's we've like, known for a long time, man. But at the same time, when you look towards the future, the AFC is a fucking, it's a crapshoot. So mm -hmm. now all of a sudden we've got kind of a, I wouldn't call it a weak Chiefs team, but we have a weaker Chiefs team than normal. we're used to. But you're in the mix because we've had all these quarterback injuries in the AFC. You're still in the mix. Now what are you going to do about it? Well, so this that, whole year for the NFL has been weak, in my opinion. It has been. I mean, yeah. I think from top to bottom, there's a couple teams that stand out, but for the most part, most teams are not working on a very efficient pace. And yeah. so it's been it, that part for me as a fan of the game has been annoying to watch. But otherwise, it's like, you know, the Chiefs situation, we walked into this this training camp and we're going, we're watching them in camp going, oh, these guys look better than we thought they would. This This might work out. Week one comes along and they shit their pants immediately. And it's not been good ever since. And this is where we're at. You've got to find a way to to make it happen with the group that you have because you've got Aaron Rodgers down, Justin Herbert down, Deshaun Watson down. We could go on Joey and on B. and on down the list of quarterbacks in the AFC and the NFC. And you, you've got to figure out a way to rally the troops to do the best that you can with the group that you have and turn this thing around. We're in a cold streak right now, um, if you want to call it that, in terms of the offensive play. Receivers not being on the same page with Mahomes. 
you've got a window here where you can turn that around, where you can start from scratch, start with a clean slate and say, hey, we don't have the most difficult schedule in the world. We've got four. We can run the fucking table. All you got to do is pull your head out of your ass. Let's get on the same page. Let's forget about the past, which is very Mm -hmm. important. Let's run the right routes and do the best we can because we're playing against some some mediocre at best teams and we can run the table and still get the fucking number one seed. We can. Okay. So the bottom line is, is receivers need to get their head out of their ass. And, uh, but as far as the referee thing, I mean, that that's, it's over with man. Let's move on. All right. We'll talk about the number one seeds here in just a minute, but Tanner, what are your thoughts post game on just, are you okay with the way things were handled within the organization or what you think would you have liked to see otherwise? I would have liked to see more of a blow up finally from Mahomes getting to the right spot, right? He kind of did it with a little bit with the play calling, shoving the camera away. Uh, when Reed was talking about play call, he shoved the camera away. We're getting closer. Now we're, we're actually yelling at somebody now. Now it's time to blow up at the right core group. Right, he still refuses to hold these. I'm, I'm sure they hold the guy the cannibal inside, but he refuses to admit it in the press. He refuses to admit it in the conference. It's time to see it. It's time for Mahomes to get onto Tony and Sky so Moore and MVS. Just real quick, this is a different situation. But Shannon Sharp talked about this with the Broncos in the '90s, where with John Elway. John Elway, his job was to never uh, be the guy who would throw guys under the bus or Correct. talk bad about them publicly. Shannon Sharp's job was to be the guy who would be the one to come after the receivers when they were the ones screwing things up. And John Elway might have handled things differently outside of the media, outside of the cameras, and done things that way, which works. We're hoping Mahomes is is doing those things. At the same time, I would have thought by now we would have situations where guys are not lining up right. Sky Moore has his head up his ass the, all the time. The three, four like, drops we had. Like, it's, right? It's, like, well, it's not even the drops. I'm it more, is the drops. No, listen, it is the drops, but I'm more worried about the fact that we saw multiple instances. We've seen this throughout the last few weeks. Guys are not even lining up right. I mean, we're, no, they're not. Tony's getting out there, and I'm not saying he's like the offsides part. I'm saying the actual who's up on the line, who's back on the line. And like that part of the goal. Sky Moore is roaming around because he doesn't up. know where to go. No, he never knows. He's running back and forth because he doesn't know what side to be on. It happened in the Super Bowl, Tanner. Remember the freaking stupid yeah. ass, uh, what, what was the name of the play? The <laughs> the corn dog. Yeah. The corn. The second corn dog play, Tanner. Yeah. There was two corn dogs. The second corn dog, they weren't even on the right side. And Pat goes, he literally said this. He, like He's like, he looked at it both of you. goes, they're lined up in the wrong. And he just goes, fuck it. And he runs the play anyway. But even then, what's funny, we're looking at looking at this now going, will it work? That's awesome. No, that was actually a sign of the issues we currently are working with right now. <laughs> it's been leading up. It's been leading so up. So it's like but who's Who's going to call him out? Goody, goody, Kelsey? That's the thing. So Shannon, Kelsey Shannon, Sharp, Shannon Sharp's putting this on Travis Kelsey right it now. It is. I mean, he's saying, I'm blaming Holmes Holmes. the face. He's the face. He's not the one to bl- throw you under the bus and, and get you publicly. Yeah. Travis Kelsey well, is the one that's supposed to be ta- I, handling some of this stuff. I don't see Kelsey doing that. That's why I'm no, throwing him back Well, he's homes. too worried about putting his wiener right now in a blonde girl. No, he's you too know, worried so, about his damn podcast. <laughs> so is he's this, got a lot on his plate, okay? Right? I, I don't, it's affecting. It's Guys, affecting. quick question. Is this a product of not having Eric Bieniemy anymore? Because Eric Bieniemy no. is the guy that well, did not still, care. It was, Eric still, it was still an issue last year. Eric Bieniemy yes. would throw anybody under the bus. But I, he I, would call you out. Do we have somebody in this organization I, that's I willing will say to call this, these people out? You do out? have a point in that degree. When it comes to the guy that's going to be the aggressor the, the, within the staff or the team that's going to be the one to grab you by your goddamn face mask and get your fucking ass to act right. 
because right now I don't. Andy Reid's not that guy. Nagy's Matt not Nagy's, Nagy's not, gonna not that guy. That. Um, our our wide receiver coach from KU's not that guy. Um, Connor Embry. That's not that guy. It's so, up to Mahomes. So literally, Mahomes has I, to do it. I, I, I we're not going to turn it around. It has to be Mahomes. I see a team trying to just tell themselves we believe in each other. If we just th- think about it real hard, guys, guys we, can we can do, do it. it. And that's what I see this team as right now at the moment. Um, because I don't know that we have that Eric Bieniemy who's going to be a hard ass. Because we right now, this team needs that. Yes. Especially for guys like Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony and Marquez. You know, those are some guys who are just bums. They need somebody like the late, great Bobby Knight who would walk up to your face and said, you know what? You just fucked it up. You yeah. fucked that play up. But I know you're going to do better, you know? Like, like you need to tell somebody straight in the eye. Hold like, them accountable. You, fuck, you fucked up. I but I, I accountability be- right But now. at the same time, I believe in you, and you're going to turn it around. Yeah. But nobody's yeah. nobody's there. No, we don't have no. anybody. It, to tell it, them we, that don't, shit. we don't. What Kels, happens with Kels Andy Reid is you get put in the doghouse, and that's yes. different from holding guys accountable in other ways. Where it's like some guys need to have that kind of motivation, where you you literally get in their face with a doghouse. Everyone reacts differently. He's never put MVS or Sky Moore no. in the doghouse. I mean, when, that's what's funny about throw that. them fucking both in the doghouse. Jason, we've had running backs in the past to a fumble or or tackles give up give up sacks in the past, and they're immediately Donald Stevenson was in the doghouse. He was in the dog. He had a he had a couple bad games, and boom, you're in the doghouse for life. We had a couple of running backs along the way who, you know, you might have fumbled once or twice, and you're in the doghouse for life. Meanwhile, as a receiver on this roster right now, you can go run wrong routes, drop passes, eight, just have your head up your ass. Eight percent, dude. And it doesn't matter. Eight percent. Get into that. Eight percent. Eight percent. The most in the last decade. Get into that wide 8%. receiver. Get into that wide receiver room and say, if you guys don't clean up your drops and all the rest of your shitty route running we're gonna bring it's, in antonio brown next re, week re, re, and antonio no. brown's you can gonna all take your see fucking his job dick. you can all see his dick in the he's gonna room. take your fucking job that's what i want because antonio brown mike i know you're gonna get pissed off at me if you told me antonio brown's coming to your team i'd be motivated you to know get my ass in shape you know what the difference is <laughs> antonio brown could actually run routes oh i know these other dumb motherfuckers don't know how to run routes well and when that's they, the difference when no i agree with that they can't they can't that's catch sad. the ball. That's very Look. sad that you're you're agreeing with me on that. I agree shit. with that shit. I, I, I liked I liked the anger. I liked the yelling because it, it was really carryover from the way the Green Bay game ended, right? With the tackling of MVS essentially there. Uh the way it ended. You don't call mm-hmm. that, but you call an offsides. It's just kind of the whole factor of it all too. I get it. I'm fully with it. The refs actually did call the right call for once. Well, the call was correct. But the way it was done was the issue because again you have a pass interference call to end the green bay game and you're calling an offsides game because we scored right both situations could have been game winning plays yeah back to back weeks so that's prob- that's where the frustrations boiled over it is for the chiefs it, that's all it was and why for the first time as a fan base and for everyone out there has ever seen top, patrick bell holmes freak out like he on did. top of the three drops that were positive yardage the holds that killed the drives throughout the third and fourth quarter. You even have great players on this team like so, Rasheed Rice, who's a great receiver for this team, fumbling in a big moment too. Rasheed like Rice stuff fumbling like that. It's it, like all of it. Like you know, like you're starting to see it finally get to Mahomes in a way where he's just like, "What the fuck do I gotta do, man? What do I gotta do?" 
What do, what do I have to I do to help you? I think it's up to us, you? man. You I think know? it's up to the fan base. Like, yeah, like it's up are to we, us. Are we, are we about to Dwayne Bow at Sonic? Kid? If, if nobody in that organization is going to call these people out, it's up to us as the fan base to call well, out these shitty ass fucking receivers. For, uh, if you get on Twitter enough, on Twitter oh, they are, of course. Twitter was but, ridiculous. Well, ridiculous. Here's the thing, those, but those guys deserve. But I, some I hate in some way or one way or the other. You know, I, I don't know what those guys are saying. I'm just speaking in terms of like tough love. Like, no, it's what it we is. want. You guys, we want these receivers to do well. Like, I'm yeah. here for it. I'm here to fucking cheer for these fucking yeah. guys. But you played like shit in the past, and somebody needs to tell you that. Three like, drops. I'm not, not your a, fucking. I'm not their enemy. Three drops and a fumble. I'm not saying but, that I don't want your family to put food on the table. I mean. Guys, it's not Come just on. a one-off. I want you to do better. It's not just a one-off. It's not just a, this guy had a bad game. Who gives a crap if someone has a bad game? It's a, you, you all are having a bad ba- season. Ba- all of you. It's all of you besides Rasheed Rice. But to be fair, Rasheed Rice is I don't even still care. leading the drops. I don't no, care. I don't a, care. You know, I know you don't care because he's a rookie. The guy who has the most drops on this team is my favorite receiver on this roster. I know. You know why? He gets open, runs after the catch, makes tough catches. Yes. Yeah, I know. Yes. So I'm I'll aware. take it. I'll take I'm just, it. I'm just telling you. And when <laughs> I, when I leads the drops at the same time. I, I got to be clear here because when I tell you how shitty the wide receivers are, Rushy Rice is not in my mind. No. When, when I make that statement, I, I don't even have him in my mind. You know why? Because he's still developing. You're right. He's going to yeah, get yeah. better. He's I promise Felix, you. Felix Anadikuzama hasn't done shit all year. You think no. I care? I don't care about that either. Yeah. Personally. He's going to get better. It's all about the other guys. It's about yes. fucking Sky Moore it's and MVS. Everybody else and right. the fuck. I expect the rookie to make some mistakes. I do. All right, let's catch up with Scott real quick. What's his last few comments before we move to the next uh, part? He has a question for you guys. Do you guys think the Chiefs' offensive philosophy is broken? And do we need to change in terms of getting an alpha number one wide receiver? Uh, that's an interesting uh, – I, I like how we talked about beta males earlier, and now Scott's talking about alphas. Um, I, I, I do – you know, obviously I would like to see a certified, bonafide, number one wide receiver on this roster. I think Rasheed Rice is going to develop very nicely into becoming a, a good part of this team over the years. I don't know that he's a true number one yet. I don't. I really don't know. Right. We're, we're still in the figuring out phase with him with that. He, but he is going to be a number two at the, at the least. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that for sure. Um, but do I think the office of philosophy is broken? No, not necessarily. Um, I don't think that's the issue whatsoever. I think, guys, if, if you think about this this team this season, as bad as the offense has been this specific year with the lack of talent, we're, we're literally two or three plays away from having uh, 10 or 11 wins right now. Legit. I'm serious. We are. And, it, and it's because of literally, in key moments, the offense finding a way to mess up one play. In key moments, Killed this team would be a 10 or 11 win team currently sitting in first place, if not for just a few stupid ass plays. A whole plays, drop, a fumble. Stuff like that. The offensive philosophy is still fine. And even though I get irritated with Andy Reid for being, you know, just this mighty pass first guy all the time when we, we want to pound Pacheco in certain moments, and I get irritated by that, we just do with, the, you know, Patrick Mahomes, who's, who's playing, of course, top five quarterback football still. Uh, he just he's just putting up with a lot of crap along the way this year. Um, I think I think the philosophy that's, that's not the issue to me. The execution It's the ex- execution yeah. of things. Absolutely, too. Yeah, yeah, there's not absolutely nothing wrong with philosophy. I mean, uh, 
Andy Reid is a direct descendant of Mike Holmgren, who was a direct descendant of Bill Walsh. So that they 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 run the West Coast offense, yeah. and and Andy Reid obviously he throws a lot more wrinkles in than those guys ever did. But um, there's nothing wrong with the philosophy. It's all about execution, like you said, Tanner. And, um, gosh, these guys, even guys like Justin Watson, I mean, Justin Watson is a guy that they trust. They do. And now, all of a sudden, he just – I haven't seen the ball really get to him. He's had some negative regression. And the question for me is, can guys like that and MVS get hot at the right time? Can they have some positive regression towards the end of the season? Because – they, they have to have it. I mean, we're playing some fucking shitty-ass teams coming up. If you don't have positive regression right now, then you know what? Fuck the playoffs because it's of the never going to happen. The route concepts and the play designs, trust me, are not the problem. Uh, I've, I've, I've delved into the Andy Reid offense for long enough, and they've changed things every year. Mm-hmm. There's always little tinkers along the offense that changes, and that is not the problem. I, I still enjoy the concept of the West Coast offense and what it represents and what it's meant to be about. Um, and that's not the problem for this team. The t- problem with this team is that players are not developing correctly um, or they're just regressing, which at the, at the same time we've talked about this, I think, for a minute or two, but the the, the, coach, the wide receivers coach this year, which doesn't make any sense. Where the, the re-running backs coach for this roster right now, Tanner, is a former wide receiver, and yet we have Connor Embry from KU a first-year wide receiver why, coach. Why, why don't you mention the college that the running backs coach at? Why do you got to mention KU every time? Well, is be, that, well, is that a key to you? Maybe it is that kind why? of matters that this turd that they just found locally, this turd that they found locally. The, Tanner, Re, you can't just say this, KU no, because you here's hate the, KU. Here's the, thing, here's the thing: this team is so close to KU; it's the closest college to the stadium. This because this turd. Receivers coach came from KU in his first year now working with the receivers. Like, meanwhile, we have is, is he is he the one? Todd, why is Todd Pinkston the running backs coach? No, I don't. I don't get why Andy Reid did what he did. I'll, I'll agree why? With that. The, why is a receiver coach in the running backs? I don't get that either. I'm the, fully. Why with would you. you not have your receiver coach receivers? I, I'm fully with you. All I can tell you guys, it's not the receivers coach's fault. Cause we don't, but but possibly no. Have they not all regressed is, is, besides is, one guy? Is he out there trying to catch the balls for them? I don't think so. No, but they're not lining up right. That's, that's not running the right routes. Issue. That's a whole different issue, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm not just, putting it on my KU no, receivers no. coach. I'll put it on Andy Reid in the way he. It's time for his him offense. to get fired. All get I can tell you guys. <laughs> I, I just want you guys to imagine a world where Eric Bieniemy was still here. I don't think that Kadarius Tony offsides play would have ever happened. I think I think I think Eric Bieniemy would have had him in line long before that I, situation I think, even happened. I think everything, not everything. I think the drops would have cleaned up a little bit more uh, by now um, because he he would probably tell like he like we said he would tell the guys to his face. Hey, yeah. You fucked up. But he also liked to encourage people. No, like, he, he, he was wasn't always, just a guy it like... It wasn't negative. No, you're a but piece negative of shit. And positive. Like, hey. But it was like, yeah, you're like, you're better than that. What the fuck are you doing? Exactly. Like, like he's always... We, like, don't, we don't have it anymore. There's that, a that's, reason why players love the guy. And right? it's it's bigger to me than, than these people think. And I, I'm not saying... I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Eric Bieniemy is going to turn that program around. No. That's a completely different story, but... Within the con- within the concepts and the, the confines attitude. of the Chiefs, 
it was a perfect situation. Yeah. And I feel like it's what we're missing. I feel like we need that motherfucker. We it's, really do. It is crazy to attitude. think about that now because I think at the time when we were letting him go, we were kind of always just like, you know, hey, good for him. You know, go go do your thing. We're, we're going to be sure. okay without you. Absolutely. Come to find out, I think we probably needed some of that mentality that he brought, we, we which we didn't that, realize we needed, but apparently I think we did need. We, we need that tough love on the team is what it is. Because not enough guys on this current team on the staff do it. No, they don't. So I'll out. tell you what, Connor Embry from KU is not going to be the one to do it for no, you. You know who's so. not doing it either? <clears throat> Texas Tech Patrick Mahomes. I mean Texas Tech Patrick Mahomes. He's doing a fine job at quarterback. Uh, he's not he's not holding guys accountable from what I can see. So hey, it might be fair. I don't know. <laughs> I don't if, know. If he wants to compare uh, himself, if he if he ever wants to compare himself to the GOAT, Tom Brady, he's gonna have to do it. That's the next step for him. It. That's the next step, and he's probably thinking about that right now as we speak. Yep. Scott Cobb out here also says uh, Clyde has been in the doghouse for two years now. Uh, Clyde's lucky to have a fucking job. The doghouse is a real thing. Clyde Clyde has also been injured for the last two years. Well, he's he's also, we got Isaiah Pacheco, who's just much better. Uh, That's part of the problem, too. He he also (laughs) states 33 drops this year, ladies and gentlemen. 33 drops for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. And then he also What's states uh, maybe Bill sh- Bill Self should be the receivers coach. Yeah, I would take Bill him. Self. <laughs> I'd take him. No. What's funny about the 33 drops real quick is just that like Patrick Mahomes' completion percentage this year, because everything's so underneath, is actually one of the best he's ever had. Yeah. Even despite the drops. But it's like every time he tries to go more than 15 yards downfield, not, not going to work. It's, nope, not going to work. Not going to work. The game's over. Uh, you're going to drop the pass. Something's going to go wrong at all times. So it's like, that's why whole, they, he's had to revert yeah. to this whole like uh, end of career Tom Brady type of strategy of we got to check it down to McKinnon, we got to check that Pacheco, little little five yard outs. Took, that took that took nine a- weeks to get down. So, and I, I would say the the silver lining in this whole thing is like it's actually making Patrick Mahomes better in terms of he, like well, like he, he's got to deal he's got to deal with all this After, bullshit. And he's going to have the like it just it's making him better after to this deal with season, different situations. Think about this after this season when we cut the dead weight. Think about how amazing next year could be with some legitimate receivers on this roster, yeah, knowing yeah. that we're going to go into the offseason attacking that and making that a priority. I mean, that's going to be huge. like we've seen Veach do it to the offensive line, right? We saw well, that's, that what it's happened about to be wide receivers this time. Now, now it's going to be turned into overhaul. Receivers. Overhaul, yeah, we're about all to, seven rounds. We're about to be set. All seven rounds, man. Overhaul. I did it on Madden franchise last night, so I know <laughs> you drafted seven wide receivers and seven. No, rounds. but in the, my first, first and second round are both wide receivers, and I cut off the dead weight. By the dead weight, you know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> we're all aware. So, all right, so um, guys, so going into this week with the Patriots, we were, our game was moved to noon. Um, I'm glad it was moved to noon because personally, I don't think anyone out there really cared to watch this game be a prime time Monday Night Football. Um, it was just not something that I think, you know, me as a, as a Chiefs fan at this point, we got so many primetime games and I get annoyed by it because it just means I, I can't hang out with anybody. I got to stay home in my little town and just uh, watch the game on TV and then go right to bed because I got to work the next day. Um, having a noon Sunday game is, is, is nice because I feel like I get to wake up. It's, it's our first game of the day. Yep. I feel like uh, when the game's over, I have a lot of thinking to do afterwards. I have a lot of getting on Chiefs Planet and talking with all my weird buddies on there. Chiefs um, nerd. I'll, I'll get to nerd out for the next three hours. I'm going to go right to bed. So noon games to me are more fun than late games personally. But with that said, we saw the Patriots have a really nice victory recently. Hunter Henry had a couple touchdowns. Um 
Now, this was what? He had, they played on, was it Thursday night, Tanner? Am I, or am I thinking this wrong? Yeah, Pittsburgh game, right? The Pittsburgh game, Thursday yeah, yeah, night. Thursday so they've night. had a, a few extra days to work with going into this game. Um, and But still, at the same time, this is not a great Momentum Patriots team. also coming Right now, the Patriots sitting at, just going to give you guys, 3-10. and 10. Their oh, current point legit. differential right now for the year is minus 103. That is the worst in the AFC and would be... Uh, bottom five as well, including the NFCs. So um, just keep that in mind. Points allowed, 272. Points forced, 169. But I think we've seen a change in quarterback play. Obviously, okay. Mac Jones is a shitty-ass player, and I stand by that, and I always will. Bailey Zappi is outperforming whatever Mac Jones ever did. So um, this Chiefs team has some uh, planning to do. You know, Going into this game, Steve Spagnuolo is trying to evaluate a quarterback who's had less work on tape than Mac Jones had. At the same time... It's three and ten, man. Chiefs have no excuse. Go out there and get the job done in New England and get it done with, get it over with. Come on, attack early. How do we? How do the Chiefs come out of, out with the victory? And, and yes, I mean this. I'm not just gonna walk and say, "Oh, this is gonna be an easy win." It's not. No it's game's not. an easy win anymore, guys. We fuck up too much for anything to be this easy. This is not an easy. Win. How do we get? How do we get a goddamn victory again? You, you gotta, you gotta attack early. Plain and simple. You gotta, gotta attack early and get that New England defense tired right away. Run it up. I think Pacheco did not. I'll go through the injury report soon, but Pacheco did not practice uh, again. Him to be so, so again, use your running backs. Guess what? It might be another Clyde day. you got to uh-huh. run that ball. I'd say you run that ball eight to ten times in the first half alone and really run it and make that defense work. If you make the defense work, our defense will take care of this of the, of the shit on the other side. you got to attack New England's defense. If you attack New England's defense, we'll be okay. If we get up 14 nothing. I feel pretty confident going in the first half, just a 14 nothing. You, you know the Bilicek philosophy. Take away your number one threat. Travis yeah. Kelsey is going to be in lockdown mode. You're going to have a linebacker and a safety on him at all times. Guess what? So guess what that means, guys? you got to rely on the receivers. you got to rely on these goddamn receivers. <laughs> Kadarius so, Tony, baby. Kadarius Is this going to be a Tony game, or is this going to be potentially Justin Ross day? Justin Ross he day. He ain't going to play. He yeah. might, I don't know. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just saying, like... Why would you not play he, him over some turgy he might, currently? He might be active, but we're not going to see him. Why would you not have him on the field over some you, turds you're currently? Not, you're not going to see him, dude. When you're playing against the Patriots, you can throw the turds out there and still win the game. I mean, Bill Belichick is under a lot of fire uh, right now. Go like, ask uh, Mitch Trubisky about If that. you listen to the press conferences with him, like they're asking him some ridiculous questions like, so who, who are you going to be coaching for next year? Or, well, like, he's already dude, been... Are you going to... Are you going to resign? He'll, he'll, he'll be gone. That's he'll be official. gone. It's, yeah. it's official that he'll be gone. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah he's they, gone after this year. He came out after the Germany game. The current favor to land Bill Belichick is the Chargers. Yeah. So they've already fired him, although he's not fired. That's Correct. so right. strange. Kraft yep. is letting him finish they've let, they've let him know you're not returning. So if you're Bill Belichick, what are you, what are you game planning for you're, in the first place? So what's your game well, plan? Now you're game planning for the Chiefs because now you got to face them if you go to the Chargers. <clears throat> you're, you're game planning to tank is what you're doing. Like you're going to lose well, the game on purpose. Well, Belichick, he didn't care. care. No, you don't want to lose the game on purpose because you're not going to be there. Why would you lose the Bel- game on purpose? Belichick doesn't care about that tanking. Helps their he's not going to position. be there anyway. So he's going to go out and try to win this thing. Yeah, and no, ruin the trap. I, I think I think he's going to lose the game on purpose. I don't he's think he going to throw the game. I really do. That that helps their draft position. He doesn't want that if he goes somewhere else. He doesn't want New England to have. They a might as well. I think at the end of the day, guys. Here's the thing: the Chiefs they're are, not going to win. They're minus seven in turnover ratio, which is awful. 
And that's going to be what wins and decides the game is the turnovers. I mean, it is. the Chiefs defense has to force turnovers on their way. Get Zeke to fumble the ball. Get that, Bailey Zappi that, to shit the bed. The key. <laughs> that's not. That's yeah. not even the key. We can cause turnovers all day. Can we capitalize off these turnovers? We went three and out on the turnover we had last week. Remember that three and out, and we punted. Yeah, right away. We got to capitalize. We can have. Well, we sure. can have four interceptions. And go three and out on every. So maybe we just need a, a, you know, something like what Cook did the other day, where it's returned for a touchdown, because the offense can't score points. So maybe the defense needs to do it every time when they get a pick. How in the fuck do you guys know that he's fired when he's not actually fired? Did you not There's see? A, it's already been stated from Kraft from the Germany game. After the Germany game, they had there in Patriots, they're like, "You're not returning," and now it's finally yeah, coming it's, out. It's over. It's, really? it's confirmed no, it, by it's the over Boston Globe. Boston Globe was the big resource of it all. <clears throat> yep. Who's so they're going to finish out the year. They're doing it delicately with him. Yes. You know, as a great coach, because so. he's the goat. Yeah. So, anyways, he's going to be gone. Like I said, the Chargers are the favorite right now to land him uh, next year. So, just so you're aware. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I, um, I think I think it's a choke job. I mean, he's going to shit right. the bed. All right, all right, all right. Well, anyways, we got a couple uh, comments. We got uh, the bottom line sports returning. What's up, bottom line? What's up, Flo? Bottom uh, is it bottom line? The bottom line sports. This is the bottom line, and bot- that's the bottom line. Uh, exactly. Because Stone Cold sets up. That's, that's what their name is. So, uh, sound the alarm for the Chiefs. Wee wee wee. Uh, Scott Cobb out there says there is no way he is losing this game on purpose. Right. I guarantee. Well, I, I, he's saying that because Scott Cobb, he wants Bill to come back. He's a he? Patriots fan. Yeah, <laughs> he, I, want, I he wants. Well, I know he wants. Bill I guarantee to come you, back. this is going to be a seventeen ten game of a or a seventeen seven game. I tell you what, there are a lot of Patriots fans that want him to come back. That's why I was I was shocked by you guys' reporting. No, that you yeah. just did right. Uh, he, he also says on. JG he is fired. Scott's saying that, well... That you guys no, are going to fire says, me? No, not you. I think he's saying... <laughs> he's, saying Bill, he's, trying, he's trying to say JG. Tell he you, is, he is fired. He is he said, fired. Scott said he's in New England. It is confirmed that he is fired. He lives in New yeah. England. So, uh, yeah. bottom line said they let Bill break the record in New England. They, they, yeah. And now they're getting him out. I don't want him back, is what Scott said. It's fucking I don't crazy, want him back. Dude. I want him gone because he has ruined the team. Per Scott Cope there. Hey, so, so you know, it's one of those things. Uh, well, the Eagles you know, felt he, this way about Andy Reid. Stuck around long so enough. Gerard Mayo. Gerard Mayo is going to do better. He's going to do a better job than that motherfucker. Uh, not necessarily. Love to see it. Love we, to see. He it. may not even get the job. You know what's funny? There, I heard this on on the radio <laughs> earlier. Might be Josh McDaniels coming back. Yeah, this is a, oh, option. Yeah, let's oh, bring yeah. that little. Bastard. They deserve Josh McDaniels to be the head coach. <laughs> Scott, I would, Scott I, is I that who you want? Josh McDaniels? No, he doesn't. He wants Joe Judge. He wants Joe Judge. <laughs> Matt Patricia. The you know why? Because Joe Judge is a leader of men. That's who's, what I heard. That? Last time Charlie, I checked. You guys? Charlie Weiss is coming back. Oh, shit. <laughs> Stop. Romeo Cornell. Stop. No, the last Stop. I checked, the last time I checked, Joe Judge is a leader of men. That's all I know about God, that guy. Have you guys Bring ever had Kraft Mayo before? What? You guys ever had Kraft Mayo? Kraft Mayo? Yeah, it's Kraft Mayo. What, what are you talking about? Gerard Mayo? Kraft, like it's Robert Kraft and then it's Mayo. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Good it's luck. Not bad. Uh, it's not bad. <laughs> hey, you know what? Good luck to that motherfucker. I Bottom hope he line does well. says, I think they break it there. Oh, they let him break it there. Yeah, they did. All right, all right, all right. Well, guys, uh, uh, so we're. You want what? the injury report real quick? 
Uh, real quick injury report, and then we can do our prediction. Okay. Uh, did not practice as of Wednesday. Isaiah Pacheco, Donovan Smith, Leo Chanel, Mike Edwards were all do not practice this. Nick Bolton was a limited practice. Uh, Chanel and Mike Edwards is a illness. Is why they did not practice. Donovan Smith is still the neck injury. Non-COVID illness, correct? It doesn't say Please COVID. tell me. Please tell me it's a non-COVID illness. Uh, Thank the, you, sir. Did not practice for the Pats is Ramon J. Stevenson. Ankle injury still. Uh, limited practice was uh, Barmore, Keishon Boutte, Trent Brown, Demario Douglas, Devontae Parker, and Juju Smith-Schuster. We're all limited. Shoulder, shoulder, ankle, hand, uh, concussion, knee, and ankle. So lots of players on this uh, list I do not want to see here. Now Leo being being injured right now or or de- illness, Ill- illness, illness is is a concern. With Mike Edwards doubt, too because we're well, with, without Cook too. Like he's a nice little. Depth my favorite guy. part of Mike Edwards is he was one of the Buccaneers that lied about getting the COVID vaccine with the Buccaneers. So um, you know he 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 now has he's out, he's pregnant without an illness. You know with an illness. What the Why hell? would you lie about something? What the hell? Like that? that doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, I feel like he could he could have had a better supplier shit. for a fake vaccine card. Uh, that would have been. Of, I you could have found a better supplier for a fake vaccine card, and that would have helped your kids. Uh We got bottom the line says Jim mean? Harbaugh to the Patriots? Question mark. Uh, uh, I thought he just resigned. I thought they already resigned. He's extending. His ass. Uh, Scott you could Co- trade him. Scott Cope says, I want Ben Johnson as the head coach. All right. Guys, let's make our picks for the game. What's our point scored and win-loss? What do you got? I can keep it low, man. Let's go. uh, Ooh, give me some 21 to 10 Chiefs. 21 to 10. Patriots are pretty dog shit. You said the line was seven? Eight right now at the moment. Eight. Perfect. Twenty-one ten, dude. I'm go. I'm going with Scott's. I like Scott's prediction there. Seventeen ten. Okay. 10. We don't cover. I'm gonna again. see. I'm gonna. We don't cover I'm, again. Again. Yeah, fuck him. I'm also gonna say not covering, but I'm gonna give it a, a twenty-four seventeen, which would mean also not cover. Yeah. So uh, I don't think we'll score. Chiefs. Chiefs to win. Uh, if they lose this, guys, then uh, we we need to Word. fold it up and Ooh. look it up and start looking at the draft. So Ooh. that's what that, I'd, I'd be, <laughs> I haven't looked at the draft this early. My point I'm just saying that would be the case if we lose this game. My point would be Bill Belichick does not have to audition for anybody, so he's just not even going to fucking try in this uh, game. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. All right, guys, twenty-one ten. We have a couple predictions I want us to go over before we move along to our uh, T Swift birthday question. Um, the AFC. I want to know who you guys think takes the number one seed at this current moment. So, JG, what you got? Uh, you're going AFC or NFC first? A- AFC first. Who, AFC who will be, first. Who's going to be the number okay. one seed? So, I am going to go with the Chiefs because wow. I do not trust down two losses right now yeah. to the to the Ravens, even in the ten wins. Yeah, I don't. I don't trust. Do you not see that schedule for the Ravens? I know. I've seen it. Yeah, I, I don't trust. I don't trust the Chiefs. I don't trust the Dolphins. <laughs> I mean, we've already witnessed the fact that Miami is not a better team than the Chiefs. Um, and I'm looking at the what Tanner's looking at was the Ravens' schedule going at Jacksonville, then at San Francisco, and then they have to play Miami. I just I don't trust any of those other fucking teams. And as bad as the Chiefs are, I feel like this is the moment where they could actually turn it around. And so I I strongly believe that the Chiefs have a 
a big shot at the number one all overall seed because I just don't trust anybody else, man. It's not that I think the Chiefs are good. I mean, you guys know if you've listened to this show long enough, especially over the past couple of weeks, uh, the Chiefs are playing like a dog shit team right now. So even though I'm a hometown fan, I'm not on board with that fucking team. But as bad as they played the last couple of weeks, I don't trust anyone else. I, I, I really don't. So um, give me the Chiefs for the number one overall seed in the AFC. How how does, uh, if you might guys remind me, how does division tiebreakers work? Division tiebreakers. So, so, like, so, so like, towards the towards the division or towards the playoffs? Towards, towards the playoffs, like seeding-wise. So, so let's uh, just say. We then move to conference play. Conference. Okay, so conference play on top of that. Yeah. So basically, obviously, division. If you t- if you were to tie within the division, so the win loss and the division, and then at that point, then conference play. So if you're ta- if you're referring to Denver at the moment, if, if, uh, or I'm not sure who you're referring to. No. But it goes to then division, and then conference. Okay. So at that point, and then after that, it would be uh, similar teams played, or something along those lines. I think there's a certain phrase I should have used better, but um, what's the, what's the word for it? Um, something opponents. Um, anyways, that's how that works. Okay, it goes from division then to conference. So, it's, so it's actually kind of possible here because let's see here. I'm just checking something real quick here. So they need to sweep. Holy shit! So they can do it. All right, I'm gonna give you one. So I'm gonna give you the biggest underrated one that we won't be thinking of that could very well happen. Cause like Mike said, I don't trust the chiefs on finishing this easy schedule out. I don't, I don't trust Baltimore be winning three out of four games. I don't, I, especially after their bye week they had yesterday or last week, not confident in it. Jaguars suck. I ain't worried about them. Cause I don't think they, they do anything here. What if I was to tell you guys, I don't like Miami either. What if I was to tell you? The Cleveland Browns become the number one seed. <laughs> they're 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 eight they're eight and five. They they split with Pittsburgh. They split with uh Ravens and they beat uh Cincy. They got Cincy in the final game. The the Cleveland Browns do. You got the Jets. Right. Yeah, the schedule looks really nice. Look at the schedule. It's really nice, it looks right? It's really nice. Looks really nice. Chicago, Houston, Look, the this, Jets, and Cincy. This thing's going to come down. That's a 4-0 sweep. You can do a 4-0 sweep and win this thing. This this thing's going to – I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I'm just saying. It's I, it's a weird year, right? I, why, why can't it, it happen? It has been a weird year. I don't know um, that that's likely, but we, we have the matchup of Baltimore and Miami, right? Coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah. That's going to be the, the, the decider of this, whole, decider of this whole question. Is to me just gonna be who wins that game. I don't know. And at that point, that's that's what's gonna decide it, in my opinion. The Chiefs are currently sitting with like a nine uh, percent chance of getting the number one seed for the record. Yeah, I so. don't like that Miami one because Miami has the Jets, who they very well could lose to again or again, but lose to uh, against the, uh, Zach Wilson. And the You're trying to tell me the Dallas right Cowboys, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Buffalo Bills. Okay. You're going to really put your money on Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco's not even on the team right now. He's a practice squad guy. What do you mean? He just played. I know. They cut it. They put him to the practice squad. That's no. Come on. Look it up. No. That, I, that's no. It's just nonsense. 
It's nonsense. He's still going to be playing this year, Tanner. I uh, I know he'll come back. That's my point. Back. You're you're putting your faith into that to get you the number one. I'm putting seed in my the faith in the defense. They've given up 272 points this year, Tanner. I'm still getting faith in the defense. As much as we praise the defense That's all the time. Schedule? Did he just say they're the number one seed or what, what are we yeah. doing here? He said the Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns, Browns are the number one. Are going to be the number the one seed. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking Stick about? the Cleveland Browns. I don't, I don't, can I don't we please it. move to the if NFC? This is bullshit. If it's, yeah. if it's not Cleveland, it's going to be Baltimore. I'll, all I'm going to say is. It's going to be something from that division. My pick is Cleveland Baltimore. Baltimore. I'm just going to use some logic and say Baltimore and move on. Cleveland, so, Baltimore. Please, thank you. I, I, I'd love to see the Baltimore thing happen, Tanner, but I I think uh, if, if the Chiefs have a much better shot of that happening than uh, Baltimore does. We'll see. But, I um, mean, just, just letting you Cleveland. know. Letting you know. How crazy would that be? Cleveland Browns, number one seed. About as crazy as that time you thought Big Ben was going to win MVP. Hey, that was week three, baby. Just like Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold for MVP. You know, week three. Just that crazy. So, week okay. three. Moving on to the NFC. Um, this one to me, as much as we wanted to make that unpredictable, this is going to be more unpredictable in my opinion. Um, unless you guys have a certain favorite, because we're sitting with Detroit at nine wins, Dallas, Philly, San Fran, all with ten wins together. So this this conference is more normal. The AFC is a is a shit bag of wild shit everywhere. The you know outside of the Patriots, the next next most wins is five. You know, we're not used. We're used to someone just totally crapping themselves, and it's just like an easy, uh, easy win, whatever. The AFC doesn't have easy wins anywhere across the board. The NFC at least has a few teams that are pretty, pretty shitty, and it's obvious. Supposedly, I, they do. They do. Carolina, I, I, Washington. Look, that's look, your only two. Yeah, Washington. That's kind of a shitty team. The Bears. I don't care what it says. They're shitty. Carolina's shitty. They just beat the Bears, Lions. I don't care. Get- look, the Lions have failed in weird ways this year. But it's still the NFL. You can't say Arizona because Kyler Murray's I'm going to say Arizona. You can't say Kyler Murray back. No, I'm, look, I'm not worried and about Kyler Murray's been Kyle doing Murray's well. Ass. I'm not worried about Kyler Kyle Murray. I don't think Arizona's a, a complete and, shitty and team. And don't talk to me about Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito, baby. Fuck the Giants. We talked about it last week. No. That's the guy. The, that Giants team isn't going away. Tommy DeVito made me a significant amount of money. Tommy DeVito. <laughs> Saquon Barkley actually lost me the matchup in the fantasy this All last right. weekend. All right, guys. Number one seed in the NFC. Who's going to be number one getting that bye week? What you guys got? Niners. I got a surprise here for you guys. If it's, please say Philly. <laughs> no, that's a surprise. Um, Green Bay. As shitty as these guys have been playing, uh, I think you're going to see the switch turn back on. They started out pretty hot in week one. Beat the fucking Chiefs, right? We all we all respect the fucking Chiefs. They beat the shit out of them. Been playing out. They've been playing like shit lately. I'm looking at the schedule, remaining schedule for the Detroit Lions. They play Minnesota twice. How fucking difficult is that? A dog shit team like Minnesota take care of business. You play against Denver at home. Your only difficult game for the rest of the season is at Dallas. They might run the fucking table, guys. Detroit might run the fucking table. But even if they don't, they go 3-1, and one, they lose that Dallas game, they're going to get the number one seed. I fully believe it because, you know, San Francisco, they've turned things around. Everybody believes they're the best team in the league at this point, and they probably are. They're probably going to win the fucking Super Bowl. They're not going to be the number one seed in the NFC, so I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. Who would you say they Lions. had? They had Denver. They've got Denver and Minnesota twice. 
Minnesota, which is now starting Nick Dallas. Mullins for the record at quarterback since Josh Dobbs has been benched. Yeah, you could have so, AC for the Lions. As shitty as you think they've been playing, they're going to turn it around. They're going to be the number one overall seed. Ever, nobody in their right mind is going to pick them to actually make it to the Super Bowl, but we're talking about the number one seed. You're telling right me now. that... So, give me the Lions. The Niners are going to lose two out of four games? Sure. Absolutely. Cardinals, Baltimore, Washington, Rams. They could. Doesn't matter. They're, they're still the best team. What do they have to play for is my point. The, the Lions have a lot to prove right now, and so I think they will end up as the number one seed... They're not going to do shit with it. They're probably going to choke in the playoffs. But uh, give me the Lions as the number one seed in the NFC. Chiefs, number one seed in the AFC. It's my final answer. Interesting. All right, what do you got, Tanner? I got the Niners, plain and simple. Yeah, no, I do I too. See, I see uh, the Lions losing to Denver and Dallas and possibly even a Minnesota game randomly because <clears> they can't finish. I think the I Niners They're hot are and team. cold is the part, part of the problem. That's the them. issue. Look what they did. The Bears twice. They, they right. almost lost the first time. They lost finally the second time. They're playing like I, shit. They're awful. <clears throat> I do not have them losing to Denver, but I could see them losing to Dallas. Uh, I just that that might be a high scoring game. I, I think mean, they lose to Denver, dude. Denver's been on no, fire. No, fuck no. They're not gonna lose. I'm not to having Denver. them lose to Denver. No fucking oh, way. I'm picking them as my easy money. Tell you that much. I I, I like <laughs> I like Dallas. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> It's a sugar, dude. Uh, I like Dallas uh, <laughs> as well, but they, they have a little bit more tougher schedule, right? They got Buffalo, Miami, back-to-back. They got Detroit and Washington. Uh, I like to finish here, but I think the Niners have the easier schedule in the end. So. Yeah, no, I, without a doubt. I'm going to go Niners there without a doubt for me. It just makes more sense. And they have the best defense in the NFL at the moment, so um, I think they're just working at a, at a different kind of efficiency than the rest of the league in a lot of ways. They had their three-game losing streak, and otherwise they have looked phenomenal yeah. in every way. So they, They've blown out teams. Think, it, think about they the got Niners. also explosive playmakers. They run the, the West Coast the offense MVP, to, to perfect perfection. Think MVP, about the C-Mac. Niners is it doesn't really matter what seed they have. They're going to win the fucking Super Bowl, so like the seeding doesn't matter with them. They are the best team. Uh, comments here real quick here. It is common opponents uh, for the tiebreaker. That's what so, I was looking for. Common, yeah, common opponents. I said similar or something. Bottom but. line in Scott. Uh, bottom line things, Bengals make the first place uh, in that division in the end. Scott says, can Miami even beat Dallas with no offensive line? No, they can't. Miami won't even win with the division over Buffalo. Oh shit! Miami, the Dolphins are a bunch of. You're taking Buffalo to win the division, Tanner? No, Scott is. Oh, Scott is. Miami just they like if you if Tyreek Hill's not playing, they're a worthless fucking team. Oh, it's all worthless they fucking. They have team. like three offensive line now out. Starting yeah, no, they're fucking awful. cooked. Uh, bottom line, since Giants are frisky, yes, they are. They'll disappoint you. Uh, the Forty mm. Scott says the Forty Nineers need to lose two games for Detroit to win the one seed. Uh, plus Dallas and Philly need to lose also on top of that. And he also says the Lions could lose this week. Have you seen Jared Goff play? I have, and it's not pretty. No. It's not not pretty, pretty or consistent. We, we thought earlier in the year, it was like, dang, this guy's consistent. He's accurate. I mean, he's efficient with the ball. He's not turning the ball over or anything like that. And, yeah, we've seen some other versions of him as the year has gone on. So he's got too many um, fucking weapons, man. At some point, you got to turn that shit around. 
Otherwise, that's on you. I mean, like, so, don't be a piece of shit. Seriously. Like, if you're Jared Goff, you have that many fucking weapons. Like, just don't be a piece of shit. You're going to probably turn out all right. All right, all right, all right. So here we go. We got our picks at least uh, placed for now. So I have the 49ers as well as on the AFC side of things, um, Ravens. Uh, JG, you took the Lions. Chiefs and Lions. There we go. Chiefs. And Tanner, you have... Since you won't let me take the Browns, I'll take the Ravens and Niners. Is it because you didn't want to sound like it's, an idiot by saying Browns and Niners? I, I still think it's possible. He right. doesn't even know who the quarterback is on the Browns. You do. No, no, no one has no, no, no one right. clue. Currently on the depth chart is Dorian Thompson Robinson. Tanner, that's not what's going to happen. I'm just He's telling still, you what it is right now. Dude, this guy thinks it's fucking Bernie Kosar. I just the told you. Quarterback. You asked me who's on the roster. That's who's on the roster. Come on, dude. Might as well be Derek Anderson. Throw his ass out Jesus. there. You know? Come on. <laughs> that's a name. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, well, let's let's move along for just a moment here. We, we've had enough football talk for a minute. So, um, guys, today, like I said, today's T Swiss birthday, so we can have a little fun if you want. But um, I don't know, Tanner, are you looking for your music or what are you looking for over there? You got songs? You have a song picked up? No, I don't have a song picked oh, up. Oh well, then what are you doing? Go ahead. No, my so no. My question to you guys is, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song of all time? Uh, there, there's like hundreds out there. You know, is it "Teardrops on My Guitar"? Because that was one that I did not care for whatsoever when I was growing up. Um, <laughs> I think that there's some better options out there. <laughs> I think that my my Taylor Swift appreciation peaked um, roughly 10 years ago is when I was probably most interested in what she was putting out. Um, like right before that like Red Album or whatever. Um, the, I was into, of course, uh, Shake It Off was, was fun. And then I think my favorite T Swift song is Blank Space because I have a I'm a metal fan and I Prevail did a metal version of Blank Space. So that's probably part of why. That's the one. Oh, it's not coming through. Well, I heard it in my my headset. Did you? Yeah. That's why we gotta take you to producer school, Tanner. We gotta get you some College credits on there. Who wrinkled my Randy Travis poster? Piss on the seat and turn my Bluetooth off. <clears throat> That's definitely not us. I'll write your name. such a difficult decision to make man that's probably one of the most difficult decisions i ever made in my life but uh uh i'm gonna be honest with you guys i didn't really listen to shit until <laughs> you know my daughter was born and my daughter all of a sudden she was probably about four or five years old she started listening to tay tay i was like okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna start taking this shit seriously right and that's what i did so um but the older shit you know like i don't really give a fuck but um right now it's all about the karma baby mm-hmm. it's it's a very yeah it's a very motivational song it makes me yeah. want to accomplish things in my own personal life and it should make you people out there listening to this fucking show <laughs> want to accomplish things in your fucking life. Very motivational. I mean, it's just like, uh, 
who doesn't want to wake up in the morning, roll out out of bed, you know, turn the alarm off and listen to that fucking song? There's yeah. something wrong with Hell, you. Hell, that if should you, be your you alarm wanna, itself. Yeah. No, fuck, you, fuck the alarm. That should be your yeah. alarm. If you don't want to yeah. hear that shit first thing when you roll out of bed, there's something wrong with your personality. Yeah, there so you go. That's, that's, that's what I love. The there fucking karma. Tanner, uh, what's your favorite T-Swift song? <laughs> I like Shake It Off. Um, love Story was good back then. Uh, that's how... Love Story, what's that? Uh, uh, that was... Did uh, I I was uh, I've heard. It. See, that thing. was back like before I even. That, that was when I met Kira and all that stuff. See, that's what I mean. That was like it. too far before yeah. what I had liked for T Swift. Yeah, yeah that was. That's kind of when she was coming to play. That was like a teardrop from my guitar. Um. Yeah, no, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm going with "Shake It Off." I think "Shake It Off" is probably the the one I like. Yeah, "Shake a It Off" is a fun song. Man. That's a good beat to it and yeah. everything else. That's a fun song. That is not my bad. Uh, there it is. You know, the bad news is T Swift stuff, you know, here in Kansas City is like, I, ho- I hope that they have a, him and her and Travis have an everlasting Dude. relationship, but. Man, if, if anything ever goes wrong, like he has to listen to her voice the rest of his life. She is the biggest, most well known female pop artist in the world. Like that'd be pretty rough. You know, they, they talk about people, Tanner. They say you should not have a, a work relationship, you know, some kind of work Correct. boyfriend, girlfriend. Like what about dating the most famous woman in the world? Um that might be more of a problem than even dating a a be. cheerleader, you know? It might be. Uh, Scott says, I got to throw T-Swift a birthday party this weekend. It's Kelsey giving Swift some baby batter for her birthday. <laughs> baby batter and nutter butter. JG and I were talking earlier, guys. Off This is off the air. We were talking off the air about this earlier and saying we're, we're ready for him to do his job and fill her up like a gas tank. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, get that thing on full. Because um, I, think, I think they need to have kids now. I think that's that should be the plan for those two. So she, that's she's, that's what we're she's ready 35 for. Thirty five years old, dude. It's she just turned no thirty four. She turned thirty four. It I'm doesn't matter. Like you've got basically what four or five years, six years to fill her up. So let's get it over. with. I say he should do it now. Scott, you know, do it now. Dude. Yeah, that's what I would do. I mean, not not personally with her, but you know. Well, no. Who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well. <laughs> All right. I guess we can uh, move along to our last segment, uh, if you guys are ready. The easy money, money better the week. Uh, by the way, Scott, <laughs> since you're on, Scott, uh, that Pacers-Bucks game went over. Largest. Hey, hey, did the Suns come back? I don't no, know. they did Lar- not. Largest over under in NBA history since 1991. 258.5 was the over under of the Bucks-Pacers game. They Goodness. scored 266 mm-hmm. total. Insane. Hey. What's my percentage, Tanner? Am I dog shit right now? You're dog shit, dude. I went back down to 58%, I think. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it here. For your recap last week here, we went 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Lions minus 3 from JG. That was an L because they are disappointments for sure. Uh, Bengals plus one for Mike. He got that dub. 
I had the Ravens minus seven, and they also disappointed. But we got the Giants bounce back with plus seven, baby. The Giants beat the Packers, and that's what we needed here for a dub. So that puts us at 30 and 33, a 48% total still. So we're still hanging right around 48. We got to get above that, man. We got to get to like 55. JG's win percentage is now 56%. What the fuck? Mike's (laughs) win percentage is 50%. Out of 50. And I am up to 42%. Dude, these percentages only make... Oh, that's right, because Tanner had so many stupid-ass college bets. I was going to say, why does this not add up? Oh, that's why. Your college You're bets. You're still going on my college bet? Your college bets ruined you us. You know what? You're 48%. We're, we're, ours as a group are almost sitting where you're sitting. Should I do it? He's also, Should I do a, it? He's also a lion. Should I do it, shit. ladies and gentlemen? He put you down to 56%. That's put, bullshit. Put the dub. No, it doesn't make put, any put sense. Put W in the chat Good if Lord. you want me to bet college this week. No. Put W in the chat if you want me to bet college So they college can bet opposite? Week. Is that why? They want to go opposite? I don't care if they tell me. They're going to no, not tell you. They're going to go opposite of you. That's tail. No, that's not tailing. What's tailing? Doing the same. No, that's... Oh, I'm sorry. Fade. Fading. 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 Yeah. Fading. Put the W. Oh, we got a <laughs> W, baby. Let's go! Scott wants to know what to pick opposite. Let's I love go! It. All right. Shit. Tanner, please <laughs> kick us off since you're so excited about it. No, I'm going to do the last. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right, Everybody well. wants... Everybody's got to wait for to go opposite Tanner because they know they're going <clears> to <throat> win. It's 100% guarantee. Go ahead. That's true. All right, bro. Um, I think you're bullshit, by the way. I'm not 56%. How can I go from 60? It's computer generated. I don't do the math myself. I, I made the columns. Well, maybe you should the start. Calculations. Maybe you should start. Okay. What processor are you using, Tanner? What, what is this? Excel formula. Excel. That's the problem. Excel didn't know how to calculate. Jesus. All right, guys. So um, I did well last week. I'm sorry I gave you guys the wrong fucking pick. I, I rolled all of my money out on the line with Tommy DeVito. Uh, but I did it at the last minute. So this is a get right week for the JG. I'm going to give you the JG easy money bet of the week. I've got 69% of the public is on the Chicago Bears. Well, who is not going to fall in love with that fucking pig? Because they played well. Justin Fields has played well. Uh, two out of the, yeah, basically the last three weeks, Justin Fields has looked pretty good. They've gone two and one. Um, it's not going to happen this week. Uh, Cleveland was actually minus three and a half just a couple of hours ago. Now it's gone down to minus three. So give me Cleveland minus three. They got the best defense in the NFL. Um, I do not trust Justin Fields to have four solid games in a row. Um, We've got a little bit more on this game later, uh, but we're going hard on this game this week guys so uh, i'm gonna take cleveland browns to cover give me cleveland minus three against the dog shit chicago bears yeah i said it they're a pretty bad team they're not as good as you thought they were the browns you can get minus three minus 110 currently on points bet as your best bet yeah i love this shitty ass game this week and uh the good news is for y'all that are listening uh, jg and i get to do a dp so we're going to attack the same game together. Dual penetration for those of you. For the same game. No. So People JG went over there and attacked the spread. I'm attacking the total, you guys. we got the over-under sitting right now at 38 and a half. And we're sitting there with quarterback questions, you guys, on both ends here. I mean, I think to me, Fields, you never know what you're going to get out of his ass. I think the Browns, uh, we have a good defense for the most part. We've seen them hiccup a few times, but 
Uh, I like the situation. They're also having quarterback problems as well. Under 38.5, without a doubt, hit that under, you guys. So take the JG minus three, take the under 38.5, and you get yourself, uh, get quite, yourself a DP. Quite an Eiffel Tower of, of selections. That's the DP. You can get the Browns Bears under 38.5 at minus 110 on DraftKings. You can get that on BetMGM as well as ESPN Bet. Now, I want to see one of you guys parlay that bullshit because uh, that's going to be pretty beautiful once it unfolds. Okay, before I get to I'm betting the college bet. I'll decide I'm going to put it in. Freaking official play. Let's get into the NFL picks first, right? Let's get the important things out of the way. Let's go Cowboys. 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 Cowboys are plus two and a half. Two versus the Buffalo Bills Sunday afternoon here. Minus 110 on ESPN bet, by the way. Uh, That's what else do I got to say? Josh Allen coming off the game of his life. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are 9-4-0. and oh. The Buffalo Bills are 5-7-1 and one against the spread. If you look here, Dallas has covered every game but Seattle the last five games. Buffalo has only covered two of the last five games. They had a push against Philly. They lost. They didn't cover against Denver. They didn't cover against Cincy. They covered against the Jets, and they covered against the Chiefs at a plus one there. This uh, I understand Buffalo's in a weird position. They've been playing a little better the last couple weeks against some good teams. Buffalo's still a good team, Tanner. They're they're not gonna cover they're, this plus two and a half. If not, take the Cowboys money line in this. Bills don't win this game. Bills don't walk wow. out of their stadium with a win. I don't believe. Wow. I believe that Cowboys win this thing here. And I like to. I'll take the plus two and a half though. I'll Holy take the plus two and a half. Hell, dude, that's crazy. That could actually be the uh, Tanner Buttfuck bet of the week. If you so go if you opposite, do, if you, do if you go opposite of that, <laughs> I would strongly consider that shit. In fact, I might do it right now. Mm-hmm. That's very tempting. Plus two and a half. Forty six percent. That sounds like the buttfuck of the public bet of the week is with Dallas. Rather than the uh, that's that sounds like the buttfuck bet of the week rather than the easy money. Bet of the week. It's but. also supposed to only be like 45 degrees, 50 mile per hour winds. It does not sunny. matter. That actually favors the Bills, as a matter of fact, ah, Tanner. I love this. That favor, it does. It, it favors, favors the, the Bills. Bills Cowboys in such a heat race. I'm in for it. Cowboys wow. plus two and a half. That's amazing. Uh, next up here, we're going to go uh, Sunday night football right after that Cowboys game here. We're going back to it, guys. We're going back to it. The Baltimore Ravens at minus three against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's going to be rainy again, uh, windy, decent, not cold or anything because it's Florida, but it's going to be good weather. Baltimore is still 8-5 and five against the spread. Jacksonville is still 8-5. and five. Uh, Baltimore has covered the last three out of five. Jacksonville has covered two out of the last five. I don't think this is much of a matchup, guys. Uh, Trevor Lawrence isn't healthy. Jacksonville is banged up. I know it's in Jacksonville. Sunday night football. Primetime ball. I'll take the minus three. I'll go back to Jacksonville. Even though or uh, Ravens. Even though they lost me last week, I'm bouncing right back two of them at a lower line at minus three. We're taking it right now. Go get your Baltimore Ravens uh, play as well. 
Any comment on that, guys? I like that better do, than yeah, your Yeah, do your, your thing bills. on that one. I, I like that better. We're, yeah, I we're think not the, bitching about that one, too. Like, I'm strongly considering putting – I'm going all in on the Bills. You can get I'm minus all three because the, the line is changing. Just because he said that fucking shit. I, I hope you do. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> no, I actually like his Baltimore uh, pick, though, so I'll give him credit Baltimore, for that. Yeah, I'll minus give him credit three for that shit. at minus 112 on DraftKings currently. The line is switching up to three and a half, so you better go get it while you can. Yeah, uh, beforehand. I would get it now if you can on a Wednesday. Yeah, and these fucking guys, they like to make two picks in the same show. Like that takes I, a lot of balls to do that, actually. Well, I, I normally just do one, but Tanner does three, two I, or three. One's just boring to me, guys. It's not boring, guys. We spend time looking into this before we make a pick. Yeah, I know. That's why I go look at I it. I want to put all my energy into one pick. JG does the same. Okay. It's not that it's boring. It's that I'm trying to help people win one easy money bet. Well, here's your easy money bet here. Bowl game weekend. Let's go get it into play here. UCLA, Boise State. Uh, Is he going three? Over, oh, under shit. 48 and a half for this game here. But UCLA is 2-10-0 and on the over-under this year. Boise State is 8-4-1 and on the over-under. Uh, UCLA doesn't allow a lot of points, but they also don't score a lot of points. Boise State the last few weeks have been really on a high. Utah State win, Air Force win, UNLV. A little too much of a high, I believe, going in this uh, bowl game. Uh, there's question marks if Boise State's stat or quarterback is going to play. There's question marks all the way around it here. We're taking the under, ladies and gentlemen. Under uh, bo- for Boise State UCLA. That go. is... Scott, you know what to fade. Under 49 points. Under 49 minus fade 110. His fade, fade his ass. ass. Fade, fade his ass. Fade his ass. Hate me if fade. you want. <laughs> We're going for fade it. Fade that shit. <laughs> I probably, I'm not going to pick the big games because uh, nobody's playing in the big games. But this game here is a <laughs> nice over-under. I'll take this under here all day. Under 49 minus 110. Boise State. You see, so this means, guys, your your big parlay of the week is going to be Browns to cover. The over under is thirty eight and a half. They're going to take the under on that Browns game. Meanwhile, you're also going to take the Bills, and (laughs) and then you're going to take the Ravens. And then you're going to take the. I hope fade. No, he's not taking the bills. No, no, no. The bills. No, I'm, if you I'm, trying to help, I'm trying to help the people. Trying to help the they, public. He believes people. in the bills more than the Cowboys because the okay. bills beat the, almost beat the Eagles and almost beat the Chiefs. And, be, and then beat the Chiefs. It's a five. And because Josh Allen's a, all of a sudden back to great. Are, it's a are you in Green Bay? Parlay. Are you not firing Goody anymore? No, oh, yeah, you're not. It's a five leg parlay. Fucking stupid. I almost did a second. Shit the bet. Three bets. I almost did a second bet, guys. I wanted to go NBA, but it's just way too early in the season to do it. If you want to hit me up for some NBA bets, it's got to be after Christmas Day. I yeah. can't do it right now. Um, I want to do are, it. But those are so hard to do because that's a daily thing. You don't know who's going to play. play it out. Is. This I time mean, of year you can't do it on the show. You know? I, I wanted to hit on that Sacramento. I want to hit on that Sacramento Thunder game, but those are two really good teams. So yeah. I'm not, you, I'm you not here to flip a coin today. I just say do that crap in March. I, I, can't, I can't do the college Unless bets. you want. Do you guys have a coin for no. OKC Sacramento? I'll flip a coin if you want. I gotta, I'll put it I on my fucking record. Bottle cap. Are you really going to trust... Somebody I'll flip not it. sitting out? No, I would just flip a coin on that fucking game. Those are two amazing teams, Sacramento and OKC. I love both of those teams right now. Right, I guess have I any, uh, any, any, any on the chat from uh, Scott there? On the show, I can't bet NBA. 
Scott, what's before Scott we, got in the chat? Before we get out of here. What does Scott have in the chat? Uh, do it, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's here. We're, we're, uh, uh, Scott Cobb says, yeah, I know. Freaking Pacers can't listen to us. I know. Play some fucking defense, dude. Uh, Scott Cobb says, do it, yes. W, we got that college bet in. Let's go. It might be the last one. We'll see. Uh, Scott Cobb goes, my easy money bet is the Jaguars, Ravens, over. Lock it in. Saying the over. What's the over under on that? I, I, uh, I must have uh, that over, overlooked is... it. And overlook it, but I just probably forgot. Over under right now for Jags, Ravens. I'm trying Sunday to pull it up. night. Here's mine. It is 42 and a half. 42 and a half for Jags, Ravens, huh? Yeah. He's banking yep. the over. You got the over. Jags on can't okay. stop anybody on defense. It was 44, he said, too. So, so it went down. that's gone down as well. I like that. I'll, I'll, I'll right. like that uh, for sure. I could see. I, I could see the Ravens putting up twenty-seven or so. Yeah, in that I kind of game. So. so, but that's that's all he has right now. Scott uh, Flynn Eastwood, appreciate you guys commenting yeah. in. On Sorry today. for for making you guys stay up all night and being late. I mean, it's eleven forty-five um, on the East Coast. So. I was gonna say East Coast time. It's probably a little later. Scott than Scott's like, almost at midnight. I don't even know what state. Uh, Flint Eastwood's in right now, so that's true. Um, so we'll I hope we uh, didn't keep you up too late. But next week, you guys, we will be starting on time. We have a special Christmas show for you guys, um, so that'll be a thing to look forward to. We got a special gift that we got, we'll unwrap. We supposedly live. have gifts that we will be unwrapping on the show. Um, so we will, we will, uh, when that time comes, we will discuss those and uh, give credit where credits due. We we appreciate the fan base out there, and especially. You guys out there listening, because uh, you guys mean a lot to us. Um, even dealing with our dumb asses, going to the casino and all that kind of good shit. Um, meanwhile, casino, as we get out of here, do you got something you want to show the crowd, JG? Or no. no. No, I'm, not today? No, no. I'm not that good, man. Not today? Okay. Just, I'm recovering. <laughs> I thought you were counting your, your money over there. Well, I'm counting a little bit. I didn't have a good day today, boys. I, I made a little bit of money, but not not what you expect me to make so not I'm enough do to better. show off yeah i'll do better next time boys but uh yeah i got a little something something over here <laughs> right he says the patriots have an xmas gift for the chiefs oh i bet they do mr scott i bet they do <laughs> I, I am would not put it past the chiefs to let that happen <laughs> so <laughs> we'll be be old mr grinch over there for kansas city is what it's going to become Giannis so, dropping 64 tonight uh, damn, damn. That's a lot of that's a lot of points. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you so much for listening in and tuning in. Um, we'll be back next week, of course, at a better time. I promise not to keep you up all night. Next time, we'll be back earlier. We're we're planning a eight p.m. start time central, which means if you're east, go nine p.m. If you're west, go more towards seven. So, just thank you all so much for checking in with us, and uh, I guess we'll see you all on the next one. I'm a big fucking liar. Outro. Baller. Outro. <laughs> Big baller, you bitch. See you guys.